0: Hello and welcome to Business News Weekly from Business News Wales. I am your host, Connor Simmons. On the show this week, we talked to Councillor Hugh Evans about Denbyshire's March for Business Month. Alan Thomas from the Development Bank tells us about record investment levels in West Wales. We spoke to Jamie McGowan from Welsh Ice about its next round of funded spaces. and Professor Dylan Jones Evans talks us through the opportunity for the creative sector in Wales. Also in the studio this week, we have Avril Lewis telling us about the upcoming Wales Technology Awards. And finally, we interviewed NatWest Director of Franchise, Catherine Pullen, who talks to us about the 400 pounds Welsh franchise sector. So first, this March sees the return of a month-long series of events designed to support businesses in Denbyshire. We spoke to Council Leader Hugh Evans to find out more about March for Business.
1: Well, it's um, something that we've been having for quite a few years now and it's something that's gone down really well with businesses um, in Denbyshire. Uh, This year we've um, conducted a survey with uh, businesses throughout the authority uh, and we've listened to some of the issues that they want uh, further information on or more support on and we've catered for these in the uh, March for Business event, which um, starts obviously uh, at the beginning of March, on the 6th of March. I think this year, uh, and we are growing in experience in our working relationship with the private sector, we've tried to focus on issues which are important to them. Uh, and an example would that be, a simple example, would be that the Year of the Stevan is coming to Denbyshire in 2020, uh, and we are having a workshop which is about Is Your Business ready uh, and that's about creating opportunities for them in light of one of the biggest festivals that we have in wales which will be based for a week in denbyshire that's something we think is really important the other one which is a good example is a north wales growth deal a lot of people have heard about the, the north wales growth deal now where there's a commitment from welsh government and westminster to fund 240 million into the region we are having a workshop um, with that, with the private sector, to just highlight the opportunities that the region could offer with this level of investment from both Westminster and Cardiff government. So there's something there for everybody, I would think. Look up what's going on in Denbyshire. March for Business has always been well-received over the years, I have to say, and we do get the same people coming back on a regular basis, but we always welcome new faces, and there's something here I would think, for for this year, for all businesses in Denbyshire to benefit from.
0: And you can find out more about March for Business at denbyshire.gov.uk. Despite the continuing uncertainty around Brexit, it would seem that business optimism in West Wales is high. Last year, the Development Bank invested over £21.3 in 72 businesses in the region. Alan Thomas, investment executive, explains more.
2: We've been establishing West Wales for many years, um, we've grown a team, uh, and grown the team and our, our availability of funds. And in the last uh, in 2018, I'm delighted to say that we uh, invested over 21 million, helping um, some 72 businesses. And that's sort of also got investment from other people of, of over 33 million. It's uh, it's it's been a great growth story. It's been a, a long time in the creation, um, and it's. It, it, it's great to see now that we're, uh, we we think we're making a real impact uh, to the West, West Wales economy.
0: So what sort of sectors have benefited from this investment?
2: We're not um, sector specific. So it's all kinds of sectors. There's manufacturing, there's building, there's construction, there's contracting, there's service sectors, um, SMEs, some non-SMEs. So it's, 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 it's all sectors. Nobody is excluded. Um, we, we try to help all. Um, and it's helping where um, where the the high street banks are unable for for whatever reason security or sector um, to to help a business grow and invest in, in West Wales.
0: Do you see this trend continuing into next year?
2: Yes, yes, since we become the development bank, uh, we've seen a lot more people come direct to us instead of uh, being introduced by third parties. Um, we've got lots uh, on the go, uh, and the market has changed, and there's uh, there's other funders available. Uh, but um, we we see uh, we're in a good place to to help structure. Uh, the right funding for businesses and encourage other funding into businesses because it's not just uh, uh, investing direct but also encouraging others to to invest uh, in the business so they can grow uh, create more uh, employment and more wealth so it it seems to be continuing at the moment and our team continues to grow and we have the full capability here that uh, the Development Bank of Wales does in Cardiff and other offices.
0: Businesses based in the Welsh Innovation Centre for Enterprise, or Welsh ICE, have apparently generated £53 million net GVA benefit to the Welsh economy. The hub has now opened its next round of funded spaces and is inviting applications from vibrant startups and entrepreneurs from across the region. Campus Director Jamie McGowan explains more.
3: ICE stands for the Innovation Centre for Enterprise and we are we're a campus for enterprise based up in Caffini. We kind of specialise in helping businesses get up and running. Um, so we're currently home to 225 businesses, many of them who have been with us for, for six years um, and many of us who've been with us for, for a couple of weeks. And generally people will come to us with an idea, with a passion, with something they want to get off the ground and we connect them to our community here. We give them space to work from, we give them stacks of workshop and support and we kind of give them a platform, platform to flourish. We've um, been doing that since 2012. And uh, pleased to say that we've secured a contract to allow us to offer free support to startups for the next three years. We're really, really, really proud that we offer a real open church here. A lot of a lot of incubators, a lot of startup spaces uh, tend to specialize in creative or a different industry, which is fantastic. But we we are non-sector specific. So we find it really exciting if we have two different businesses that are completely different to each other clashing and sitting next to each other and the ideas it generates. So we've got businesses from events organizers. To accountants to tech platforms to dog walkers to big data to designers we've got all sorts here so really the businesses that come here we're not um ambition's important but we we're not looking for the next facebook or the next twitter we might found them we might find them but um if someone's just got a desire to do something a little bit different and to to spend every day doing something they love doing we've got a space for them here on campus
0: one of the major growth sectors in the welsh economy in recent years has been the creative industries particularly around the city of Cardiff, where major companies such as Bad Wolf Productions have located. Educational institutions, such as the University of South Wales, are generating the skilled graduates needed by the creative businesses to grow. I spoke to Dylan Jones-Evans of the University of South Wales to see what these graduates are bringing to the Welsh economy of the future. Dylan, is there financial support in place to help the creative sector in Wales grow?
4: Well, there's certainly lots of uh, financial support uh, for all types of businesses, uh, particularly through uh, the Development Bank of Wales. But what you find about creative businesses is that... um, they, uh, they need to focus very much on branding when they're established and of course things like intellectual property which is the heart of every creative business uh, that's very intangible and very difficult to value particularly when you uh, are trying to sell shall we say your business to potential investors so i think what's needed more than anything else is um is potentially for the development bank to set up a targeted fund which um would deliver the type of uh, specialist finance needed by creative firms and i think that would be really useful in uh, supporting the industry and uh, driving forward its growth in the future
0: so beyond branding and marketing as you might have already said uh, what would you say is crucial to helping a, a startup in the creative sectors
4: i think one of the key issues more than anything else is that of um, of, of, of access to skills and talent and um Universities and colleges, particularly my own, the University of South Wales, are heavily involved in this. But it's really good to see that the industry itself here in Wales has set up something called Screen Alliance Wales, which is there to promote the talents, crew, and services of the film and TV industry. And and what it's doing is actually motivating people um, to learn more about career opportunities within the industry. But but really, it's really important, and this is what role they're playing: that they're educating. And inspiring young people to work within the creative industries in wales
0: there is talk still a new body to support the industry where are we with this
4: well what's interesting that business support in wales has always been quite general so it, it sort of applies to all business equally um and uh, of late we've seen for example last week the the government announced that they would be focusing on developing entrepreneurship for women or to develop more 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 women-owned businesses, and that's sort of a, a move away. Uh, and, and last summer, uh, Lord David Thomas, the culture minister, suggested that a new body created Wales could be created to or be established to deliver bespoke support to uh, to help businesses in the creative sector grow. And it would do that by 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 focusing very much on the sorts of support they need, sort of tailored, streamlined, dynamic services to those companies, and more importantly, it's obviously to, to, to freelancers, which make up the vast majority of of organisations working in the creative sector. And as yet, um, it hasn't been launched, but you know, I think now is the time we've got great companies like Bad Wolf that are moving to Cardiff that are actually looking for support and all the other companies supporting them. So now I think in the next few months is the best time to, to launch Creative Rails and make sure that it has that real major effect on the creative industries and be the boost they need to develop further
0: fantastic and one further question wales has certainly been the hub of a of a almost creative boom the last few years as you say bad wolf are moving over here we've got the bbc moving over here there seems to be a lot of of television production focused around here what do you think that is
3: i think the
4: reason that creative companies come to cardiff is um is, is there's a number of reasons for this. The first of all, of course, I think, is the access to, to talent and skills. Um, the University of South Wales, Cardiff University, Cardiff Metropolitan University, they are developing uh, entrepreneurial, creative graduates that the industry needs, particularly in the skill areas and needs in TV and, and film. And uh, And secondly, I think there is specific support, not only from the Welsh government, which has been trying to attract this but there's been support from Cardiff Council, uh, higher education and further education institutions, and I think other businesses, because clearly Cardiff is a creative uh, and entrepreneurial city, and it seems to attract uh, the right type of person to move in here, but more importantly, the right type of company that wants to build on its successes elsewhere by relocating to the city.
0: This week, we had the pleasure of Avril Lewis coming into the studio to tell us all about the upcoming Wales Technology Awards.
5: So the Wales Technology Awards, powered by the SNET, which is the Network for the Technology Industry in Wales, will take place on June the 20th in Cardiff City Hall. Entries are now open and the Wales Technology Awards look to promote and celebrate both individuals and organisations working in the tech space in Wales. It's really an opportunity to showcase the dynamism and the agility and the contribution of these innovative companies are making to Wales.
0: And what sectors within the overarching banner of technology are represented?
5: Well, technology in Wales is absolutely enormous. It's an enabling industry. So with regards to sectors, technology is affecting all sectors of the economy. It affects everything from the way that we work, the way we live. If you think about it, um, with regards to we cover anything from chips to clicks. Because today's environment where we could be having a health um, on mobile apps, right the way through to how we're educating our young people, all the way through to the way that our manufacturing industries are working. It's an enormous industry, enabling the way we live and
0: work. And what could a, what could a win mean for the nominees?
5: Oh, the Welsh Technology Awards are actually the night for the industry in Wales. It's not only about the tech industry, but it's also about the professional services and academia, all of those supporting... Um, areas that come together to provide the ecosystem for the industry to thrive. So a winner of the Wales Technology Awards, or shortlister for that matter, received tremendous promotion for their organisation, for their people. Um, and it's a great way to be able to celebrate and show the innovation that is going on in Wales and how that's having an impact on not only Wales but the rest of the UK and in some cases internationally as well.
0: And you can find out more about the Welsh Technology Awards at estnetawards.co.uk The Welsh franchise sector is valued at a whopping £400 million. However, there are often misconceptions concerning the bank's willingness to support or fund franchises. This week, we interviewed NatWest Director of Franchise, Catherine Pullen, who shed some more light on this market.
6: Over the last 30 years, we've always had a presence in the franchise market um, and we've always had um, a, a team that looked after the sector itself. Um, over the last um, two years, we've really identified that it's a sector that's continuing to grow um, and the economic contribution to the UK um, based on the BFA survey that was conducted last year is showing about the £17.2 billion. Pounds. Um, So it's certainly a sector that is really growing and actually contributes quite a lot to not only the UK market, but the SME sector that we've got after in business banking.
0: And Kate, why do you think it is a growing sector?
6: So the support models that are behind the franchise models themselves are really important. Um, What we're finding is a lot of people that like the idea of running their own business, but the scary part of actually how to start that and what they need to do to get up and running is generally a bit of a barrier to entry. And so knowing you're going into what is a proven business model um, and there's a support team behind you tends to take some of the fear away from just a general startup business.
0: So can you give us an idea of just how large the franchise sector is?
6: So um, we know that there are 48,600 franchise units in the UK, um, and that comes from around 935. Um, different franchise systems so um, that is spread all the way across the UK. The the Welsh sector is valued around the £400 million market and I know certainly that it's something that um, is growing and we're seeing a lot more interaction um, in the area of businesses looking to franchise and new franchisees moving into Wales.
0: In terms of Welsh SMEs then there's got to be a lot of people out there with businesses and corporate models who are thinking look I've got a great model here but I could turn it into a franchise. Is there anything banks are doing to support that?
6: Yes, so we can um help them in terms of having a look at the general setup of the business. And then what my team will look to do is signpost them to sector expertise to say like what is it they like they need to um look into in more detail? Would that be the, the legal side of the business? Would that be how to fund the expansion to a franchise model? Um, and equally what do they need to do to make sure that the legal agreements they put in place are fit for purpose? So we work very closely with um, the British Franchise Association to, to make sure that models that are in place actually are fit for purpose from a franchisee perspective, but also help the order, um reach their goals.
0: And finally, Kate, what would you say to any Welsh entrepreneurs out there who were looking to take their first step into franchising?
6: So I would always say... Um, in contact to be honest we can we can really start just to have that generic call um and just kind of have a bit of a fact finder to say what is it they're looking to achieve um so it's obvious that franchising won't be for everybody um, but equally sometimes it's not until we ask the questions we can really uncover what the individual is trying to achieve by franchising and make sure they get the right support in the right time to, to make it happen
0: for them and finally in the studio i'm joined by beth perry beth what's been going on in the world of business events this week
6: Hi Connor, yes we've added 29 events this week to the site. Um, the one I want to highlight though is the Wales Coaching Conference 2019 which is being held on the 14th of March at the Vale Resort in Hensall. Run by the University of South Wales and Academy Wales, the 6th annual conference brings together some of the world's leading figures in the field of coaching. Keynote speakers include Julie Starr, MD of Starr Consulting and Dr Catherine Sandler who has over 25 years experience in leadership development. This looks like a really exciting conference for anyone involved in coaching or training, especially HR professionals, with masterclasses and workshops designed to really get the most out of the event. More details can be found on our website.
0: That's all we have time for this week, but before we go, we thought we'd tell you about our outstanding video offering. 80% of viewers say that video is an important way of learning about a company, and with our 10,000 strong daily readership, we can ensure that your content is seen by the right people. To find out more, you can call us on 02920 376 or email us at video at businessnewswales.com. Join us next week for more insight into the Welsh business community. And if you can't wait until then, visit us at businessnewswales.com.